You're listening to Art Bank on 95BFM. That was Jack J, and now we're going to jump into our last interview of the morning, speaking with uh, artist and poet uh, and writer uh, Rachel O'Neill about their contributions to ambient television. Uh, Rachel O'Neill is uh, based in uh, Te Whanganui Atara and on the Kapiti Coast, and uh, I recently spoke to them about uh, their latest poetry collection, Requiem for a Fruit. Uh, they're showing three videos uh, in a in a series in ambient television, so come along on Wednesday to check those out. Here's our conversation. The work you're showing in ambient television are these three entries from the Subterranean Hotel series, The Little Holidays, The Little Lifespans, and Birth Foray. And it's a science fiction saga in the loosest sense. I was wondering, where did the idea for the Subterranean Hotel begin? Mm, yes, um, I do like that that uh, phrasing of, of, of a sci-fi saga <laughs> um, in seven minutes. Um, and I think um, uh, if I remember, I, it came, sort of the idea came from um, a poem I'd written called The Subterranean Hotel uh, that appears in um, my book of poems, um, Requiem for a Fruit. And it's just this sort of surreal list poem um, and it imagines a sort of a protagonist or voice who's um, kind of populating their subterranean hotel with, um, you know, all, all the kind of um, uh, sort of, I guess, um, yeah, what, what might be going on in, in the more um, su- yeah, subterranean realms of their mind. Um, so it's quite an absurd list and there's lots of sort of contrast um, and uh, between, um, I, I guess, between high and low of things that are perceived as high and low. Um, and I just sort of thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to um, maybe play around with that concept um, in, in the form of video as well and just... Um, uh, perhaps create uh, um, or introduce uh, more narrative elements um, in series and yeah just sort of uh, play around and see what I might come up with. In your videos there does seem to be a interest in serialization and I was wondering where does that, uh, what role does serialization play in planning a work? Do you think of things as being in series or as potential series when you're kind of first turning them over? I do. Um, I'm very, I've always been very interested in web series and, or even um, how, how early novels like 19th century novels began as uh, kind of serials. So um, authors would release them in chapters um, and uh, and also uh, sort of uh, web series and um, I guess sort of shorter form narrative. Uh, I guess what I like about that form is that it, generally with my video work, I um, I like to set certain limitations that I feel then offer freedoms. Uh, so um, using very simple technology, um, 
uh, video technology um, uh, using um, very sort of um, hand handmade or hand animated techniques uh, like that that are um, s sort of would be considered unsophisticated <laughs> um, and uh, with series it it means that I can um, I can also draw on things like improvisation uh, chance uh, and like um, create a work but and, but then with uh, an understanding that um, in, the, in a series I'll have opportunities to tease out um, ideas or uh, uh, sort of surprise, um, the surprises that emerge um, and I can continue to develop them um, and, and maintain that sort of sense of um, curiosity and... Um, uh, open-endedness but also then work to create um, a kind of narrative experience um, that emerges through the experimentation so rather than starting with narrative um, yeah I, I sort of allow the work to kind of build itself. It feels like a lot of the terms we're using to describe the appeal of serialization is really uh, innate to science fiction and do, for you, is the interest in science fiction more about uh, that capacity for world building than maybe, you know, other writers who might, or artists who might draw on the vernacular of science fiction, but not the world building? Yeah, um, I think my, my areas of interest are, like, very much in, like, the generativeness of the imagination uh, and... Like not only as the, as a creator of the work, I'm also interested in um, how how the imagination of the viewer is being um, uh, uh, yeah what that um, engagement um, is going to be uh, through the work, uh, and I guess with the science fiction element, I I am very interested in. Um, I, I guess I like to um, uh, draw on different genres. So um, whether that's the speculativeness of kind of, of, of a sci-fi alternative reality or um, horror or um, uh, comedy uh, and yeah, just sort of tapping into the, the genre expectations of um, and um, yeah, often just sort of like disrupting them in subtle ways. Um, so for example, in one of the video uh, short works, um, The Little Lifespans, it's um, sort of about uh, this sort of mysterious group um, appears and uh, claims that the protagonist can now access uh, more than one uh, lifespan. Uh, and um, they then, it then goes into um, quite a, um, a brooding, mysterious, sort of um, uh, horror, sort of horrifying visual um, that seems quite dark and earnest. And then, um, then someone starts sneezing. Um, so, <laughs> for me, that's it's almost kind of like thinking about, say, what it's like, say, if you're watching a, a like a. A serious film say in your family 
and it's coming to a like a really um, important um, crux and and someone like does an explosive sneeze <laughs> or or like what it's like when you're perhaps watching a sex scene with your family and and the kind of awkwardness um, uh, in those moments as well so yeah definitely thinking of like g- genre from a viewer's perspective as well and some like sort of drawing in some of those kind of lateral moments it's great to hear you talk about that idea of trying to you traverse that space between like the screen and the viewer and it's interesting that sound design is kind of a key part of that because the sound is so funny and so kind of wriggly and weird in these videos like there are these kind of strange like I I don't know what a, a lurching sound is but a lurch feels like the right word like it's kind of like yeah rising sound and like this cutting sound and the sneezing yeah I guess with um because I do have a uh, a more formal uh, filmmaking practice, um, and uh, I in in both my video and filmmaking practice, I am yeah very interested in sound and sound design primarily because in film you know film is essentially uh, images and sound, and so it's such a you know it's such a core part of how you create certain um, uh, tonal effects or emotional effects. Uh, and uh, it's and and sound. I guess in these video works, I I use to generate, um, like as you were saying, sort of like tonal shifts, um, but also uh, humor. So um, kind of like um, I guess that sense where it sort of approximates in a narrative experience where you think you know where you're going, but then oh suddenly there's um, there's a sort of 360 turnaround and and you're having to sort of pay attention to um uh yeah what actually is this viewing experience about and um yeah so I guess sort of it's a way of sort of abstractly approximating um a, a narrative yeah how narrative conventionally works and um yeah just trying different things out collage is also a big part of that because we haven't touched much on the um the look and feel of the visuals but you're using these collages but as very limited animations like they're filmed rather than animated and they're kind of like pop-up books that's right i do um i just generally uh like to collage (laughs) as something um and over the years, I've started to do more video works that are exclusively constructed from collage elements, and I draw, I take them from uh, sort of like house and garden, Vogue living. Um, so uh, it's it's a certain kind of, um, uh, I guess it's yeah, it's a certain kind of um, uh, visual um, t- terrain and. Uh, in the videos themselves, um, I they're literally just yeah, as you say, sort of um, hokey hand animations. So I'm shifting the different parts, um, you know, uh, uh, out of frame, but yeah, just with my hands or um, yeah, other bits of the collages. And I guess it's kind of um, building on um, you know the traditions of collage. 
around a sort of absurdist contrast and um, a, like how if you yeah what it means to take things out of context and um, and and create um, opportunities for um, uh, other meanings or no meanings <laughs> uh, and yeah I I guess I sort of enjoy the challenge of um, how do I sort of um, this kind of territory I'm looking at um, how do I like visually just uh, communicate it through the this I guess sort of limited set of um, of visuals and yeah again it's another limitation um, that uh, yeah allows me to um, I guess yeah still be still be quite experimental and um, yeah allow the meaning to emerge um, through through the process. That was Rachel O'Neill talking about their triptych that will be screened as part of Ambient Television this Wednesday. Uh, come along to check that out. Uh, this is a track from Tess Roby, It's Path, and after that, I've got Pepper by the Butthole Surfers. 95 BFM's Art Bank. <laughs> 